I'm Zach Snyder. And I'm Aiden Matthews. And welcome back to another YouTube podcast. Most time shot for anything and everything related to YouTube. The show where we talk about our thoughts on the newest Marvel movie, as well as breaking down what we think is going to happen in the next one. Today we're going to be talking about the ending of Marvel's Eternals and why I think this means Big Chungus is going to be in the next film. <laughs> Yo, oh, shit. I haven't seen Eternals yet. This is a spoiler. I'm sorry. Tell me Big I'm Chungus sorry. was showing up. With Marvel films, you, you got show like up in the end credits. You got like a good one day before people start spoiling it on Twitter. So you have no. I excuse. guess so. Yeah, so true. Fair on me, not being a film fan. <laughs> Imagine not seeing every Marvel movie in theaters opening. Night. You got to just throw out. money at Disney. You just got to throw it. <laughs> Absolutely. <at them. laughs> I saw this looks worse. <laughs> Unrelated. I saw an image of somebody defending like the, uh, the GTA five remaster and someone just responded with the, with the photo of a neck beard with a knife in his mouth. And it just says, leave the multimillion dollar company alone. So that's kind of the vibe. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to stick with this. We shouldn't, we shouldn't bully the multimillion dollar There's company. There's no reason to bully that's a corporation, good. right? They're just, they're just like us, right? No difference. Yeah. Just like us. Just like us. Right. Speaking of us, this is the YouTube podcast, not the Marvel movie podcast, unfortunately. Wow. Y'all got me on the yeah. wrong podcast then. <laughs> As you can tell, though, we do have special guest, uh, another YouTube podcast interview alum, yeah. returning for the the second time, Jay the Zoomster. Welcome, welcome to the show, bro. Was well, good. It's good to be here. I'm um, having. Do fun. you remember the last episode you were on? It was episode eleven, and I believe it oh, was shit. called "Starting YouTube you When You're Young." And uh, I don't even know TBH, so <laughs> it is episode 11. Yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah. And uh, we oh, talked yeah. about originally aired January 28th, 2018. Damn. Yeah, so it's been almost three years. It's nuts. We're like, we what, six then? I <laughs> fucking feels like it. I don't know. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, we, we talked about uh, starting YouTube as like an infant. And how it means, like, you know, my content can evolve in ways that other people can't because, like, I'm young. And so the cringe kind of gets out of the way uh, in, a, in a quicker way than some people who are, like, trapped in their ways of being older. And um, I don't know if looking back at things that that has aged particularly well as a concept because I, I did put out cringe. But it, it was an interesting discussion to have. So I'm glad to be back because if there's one podcast on the Internet that – always brings quality discussions is this one <laughs> have you uh have you been listening to the last 20 episodes the last episode i listened to was uh episode 15 on my lunch break at high school in the 10th grade so Damn. it's been We're a while high school the Shit. high school that you no longer go to <laughs> that i no longer go to yeah so and that cool. was the let's play episode that one didn't even have a whole lot of value no either. no no it did not <laughs> Damn. But uh, every I will, I will edit out this part of the discussion and just leave it at what you said about this being the most quality podcast uh-huh. ever. Uh, well, it, it was weird. It was because I would come, I would leave second period, uh, which was um, like business and finance or something, and I would go and I would go to lunch and I would get the cheeseburger every day and I would put in my headphones <laughs> and I would listen to another YouTube podcast consistently. Damn. So based. And then I dropped out. Uh, and I did From not the do that anymore. 
<laughs> and high school. Listening to the podcast, I was like, "No more of this shit, please." Um, <laughs> that nothing to do. Well, I, I got I got sick of the your week on YouTube, bro. I didn't care. Quite frankly, I didn't. Everybody's not. favorite segment. <laughs> well, you'd be like, "Well, let's um, let's jump into these questions then." Yes, and I have another question I was going to ask okay. you, but now I'm kind of curious. Okay. Like, what what are your thoughts on everybody's favorite segment, your week on YouTube trademark? Okay, kind of had so. some beef with it over <laughs> over the years. Um, so it, it's it's a cool concept, and I really mm-hmm. really like the idea. But I yeah. only had thirty minutes for lunch, and when I am very interested in the topic, and thirty mm. minutes in, you're still talking about what you did not do <laughs> over the past week. Because let's be real, you never did anything. <laughs> You're going to like uh, the last episode then we just recorded. I, There's a lot of nothing in that. I episode, really, really got annoyed <laughs> by not ever getting into the meat of the episode on my lunch break. I was going to third period freaking civics class. I, I can't do that in civics class. I got to pay attention. Sure, sure. I did sleep you in know, civics class every day. Th- thinking thinking back on it, it would have taken uh, all of five seconds to add timestamps to when the topic starts. I agree. Sure. <laughs> and it's funny that that thought is just now entering my head on episode 95 <laughs> of the show as it's ending. I, I thought will, about it early on, but it's, I will it's, not it's, be it's going back to add them. I'm just letting, letting you all know. I, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not doing that. So, But cool idea, though. Very, very good. Very suggestion. cool. <laughs> very cool. 95 episodes in to finally think, hey, maybe we should have timestamps for topics. Maybe that'd be a good It would have helped a lot. Um. Instead, what we did was we changed the format of the podcast so that you got a Your Week on YouTube episode every two episodes instead of every episode. Yeah, you just made the topic. So now you can skip those entirely. You just made a topic a more uh, big piece of it, but you also made it an isolated piece. I think it works out more. Right, right. Um, But no, you're right. The the, the biggest issue with the Your Week on YouTube segment is uh, we don't be doing as much as Mm -hmm. we think we Mm -hmm. We, we were going to do some some weeks, most weeks. Well, yeah, now now it's like I can, if there's a topic that's interesting, I can just listen to the episode. I don't, uh, but I could. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, once the series is over, I'll probably go and listen to some of them that I find most interesting. Uh, not all of them, though, of course. But, you know, it, it's For it's sure. something I, sure. I would be interested in seeing is uh, some of the dope episodes. There, I've listened to a couple here and there. That was just, episode 15 was the last one that I think I, like, really listened to. Um, mm. But we're ending soon, so there's plenty of time. time to <laughs> catch up on it and give them all dislikes. We won't. Nobody will see the dislikes. Uh, I, I was. I, I remember. I was really sad to hear that the that the <laughs> podcast was ending. I was like, "Dang, y'all ending the podcast." Well, My favorite. Apparently podcast. not not sad enough to to leave a comment. No, a, no topic suggestion. Mm. Just mm-hmm. more of a oh, that's unfortunate. Anyway, mm-hmm. what was mm-hmm. I doing? Yeah. All right, eating toast. Right, I better yeah. get back to that. Yeah. To be fair, I was sad about the podcast ending probably two months ago. <laughs> yeah, we um, talked about it two months ago at this point. You know. well, it, Very it was, cool with it, it now. It, it was kind of <laughs> just like oh, I mean, I, I guess the the podcast uh, do be ending, right? It's um, good to end yeah. out on a hundred episodes. It's a nice nice round number. For sure. I, I I agree. I think that it's, you know, it's the best way to do it rather than ending on like episode like 132 or something, right? When you realize you're sick of it. Right. So it's a good idea. I I, I, I don't know. Idea. For sure. Well, cool. I wanted to to ask you 
a different question. Mm-hmm. Uh, also not on this list of questions, just because I, I had the idea. Uh, we've sort of been talking about podcasts a little bit here and there. And since our time doing that interview, you've started like three or four different podcasts. I have. I just wanted to, I have. Wanted to ask you, has your experiencing... Has your experience with podcasts been as chaotic as ours or has it been better? Like, um, what's been your thoughts? I think the problem that I've had with podcasts is I've never had one as, um, I guess, easy to pull off as something like another YouTube podcast because I've done, um, you know, like a Flash podcast where Zachary talked about the episode after it airs. And, you know, it's fun to do that sometimes. And there's some fun stuff we've talked about in the episodes. But it kind of just became a thing that we just prefer to talk about without having to make content about it. Um, mm. You know, mm. we just like to talk about the episode after we were done, right? It kind of got exhausting watching a show that you really like only to be like, oh, now I got to film a 30-minute video or their podcast about it. And really, who's going to listen to it? Um, mm. And then, sure. uh, you know, after that, there was, um, there was like, movie night, which I, I still think movie night was probably the closest that – uh, Zach and I and, and, and Aiden ever got to a, a podcast that had like true longevity and um, you know a format that could really work because uh, then there was too early it was too that. early we yeah like a year absolutely off. yeah we were a year off yeah. from that show actually working um, and and then there was there was like Simpin for Walker which was very funny at the start and very 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 well done and then the show got really bad and um, yeah. it, it kind of turned into like the flash scenario of we didn't want to watch it, nor did we want to record a 30 minute well, podcast. The issue, with the, the issue with the flash podcast was we started with like season five. Yeah. We started with season flash. five. It wasn't even like the beginning of it. No, it was like 16 episodes. Later. What I was hoping with Walker was, Oh, we're starting from the very beginning of the show. So there's longevity there for mm-hmm. sure. But like you said, the show just got bad. It, it just was, it, it was got it got really uninteresting, right? It wasn't fun to watch, and it especially was not fun to record a thirty minute podcast for. Um, and then the last podcast was the like the best one, the one I've been waiting for, the Jay the Zoomster podcast. Which no, you forgot one, not what, that. One. What did I forget? Go back the best podcast, Titans in the Trashman, bro. Oh. My f- yeah. I completely blanked that out of my mind. <laughs> That's so funny. What do you mean you blanked it out of your mind? I mean, I completely <laughs> pretended like it didn't exist. We stopped doing it. So no um, offense to the Jay the Zoomster podcast. It also has some good episodes. As well. I was gonna. Like, I was actually kind of excited to talk crap. about the Jay the Zoomster podcast. I was really looking forward to talking about that one. I was like, <laughs> I am. I got some cool things to say, but now I got to talk about the stupid Titans after show. Which you know, on the list of on the list of podcasts that I've been personally introduced, you know, involved in, I think that's yeah. the only one that actually like like met. It's target goal. I'm looking at it now. I think there's literally an episode for every episode. We didn't even do a combo episode because we fell a week behind. There's just 13 episodes yeah. about each episode. And I'm very happy with that. You uh, did it. It's all season two. It's you all season it. two. Um, yeah. Which, you know. It, and we got two good videos out of it from both of you. on, on two For seconds. sure. For sure. It's just the best That's part. True. It just, I you know, like it... Both your video and Zach's Titans video was improved by the fact that y'all watched it and talked about it. We I, I agree that one was fun just because Titans is a is a show that is agonizing and yeah, very um, funny too. So it's very funny to talk about. There was originally you know a little bit of a you know peek behind the scenes. There was originally a season two planned where we're going to talk about season three of Titans, 
What happened, though, was season three started um, decent and uh, had some quality to it and then got, like, boring. And then um, all three of us, because Aiden was watching with us, uh, we, we haven't watched it. The season's over now. It's concluded. We haven't watched oh, since episode shit. five. It's done. <laughs> and uh, that should tell you that. When and I'm done. Too. And I, I, I don't think I'm going to watch it, quite frankly. Uh, no, I'm good. It's, I mean, that's, that's kind of what happens when the show moves away from being, like, dog shit to mm-hmm. utterly interesting. interesting, but also just, like, not doing anything special. It was utterly decent television. And utterly decent television is fine when it's, like, The Flash and I'm eight seasons in and I'm invested and too, too engrossed to stop watching. When it's season three and you're at that level of mediocrity, I'm not, I'm not putting up with it. I need it to be horse shit or I'm not watching. <laughs> it's also like fine to watch casually like if i just watch tv shows just to watch them sure i'd probably finish it yeah but we a lot of what i watch is to make a video at it at some point titans Andrew. is literally a show that zach and i were Oof. watching to make content for that's how it's always been yeah. um titans that's is true. not and it wasn't and sure it was decent and you know episode three of season three was really good but it, it wasn't fun to make content for because I wasn't able to, to shit on it and I had nothing of note to say other than it's fine. So, yeah, petered off. Uh, unfortunate, but that is how it happens. And then... Uh, talk the, about the, the Jay the Zoomster podcast. That's the, Yeah, I was very excited to talk about the Jay the Zoomster podcast. Yeah, it is a shit. very fun podcast and one that, you know, kind of falls up into the, you know, I don't do it as much as I wish I did. I really want to. It's just, it's kind of a lot to juggle. Hard, though, it is. It is. Um, we're looking at the show. episodes. They're like only like 15 minutes, roughly. Mm-hmm. The last episode was November 2020. It was the Undying Curse behind the scenes podcast episode, which is dope. <laughs> it was. I love doing that. But it's like, I really like movies I watched in blank month. I thought that was a cool segment. Um, cause that's something you, I could have made a video, but I did a podcast form and I was also just like on some absolute goofy energy in those episodes, which I think made them really funny to listen mm-hmm. to. Um, uh, yeah. So it, the Jay, the Zoomster podcast, I'm not going to make any promises where I'll say it's coming back guys. I have grand plans cause I don't, I don't have any plans, but mm-hmm. that also doesn't mean that I'm not going to do it more you know what i mean like it, it's it's kind of in this like it's not even on a hiatus it's just there um there's yeah, so, it'll it'll get it. stuff will happen I, with I think it it's and there will be new episodes but i'm not planning on anything 100 percent. I, I i think it's interesting hearing a little bit of your struggles with podcasting and stuff because it kind of puts into context that like this shit's really hard to do especially consistently for mm. a long amount of time while also keeping it interesting and what you just described where you had like four or five different ideas that all could have been long form podcast and, and the struggles and the high points and all of it, I think really goes to show that like, it's it's a hard thing to do to have an interesting, entertaining <laughs> podcast. Uh, it, it gets even yeah. weirder when you look at, I have a review of arrow season eight, episode nine and episode eight, uh, season eight, episode 10, which kind of, you know, also filtered into another thing that could have been its own podcast, just an arrow podcast. Yeah. Right. Um, movies I watch could have been its own podcast. Uh, you know, Undying Curse Behind the Scenes could have been its own podcast about behind the scenes of videos. Uh, I have an interview with Aiden, which could have been an, an interview podcast. But it's kind of all into one, which made it a little unfocused. But I feel like it probably made it a better podcast overall, even though it was unfocused. Um, certainly better than juggling like seventeen podcasts. 
mm. which is mm. what I probably would have done a couple of years ago. So it, it just kind of became a backup even... for like content I didn't want to put on Go YouTube. I, I just didn't want to put some of these on YouTube, right? Like I stopped doing sure. Arrow and, you know, I stopped doing TV show reviews, but I still wanted to talk about Arrow, right? Um, so yeah. I, I switched to the podcast format. And that's not even including like the comic shop shit that we tried in like 2017. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, you were on numerous Lions on a Nerdcast episodes, mm-hmm. that train wreck of a podcast. Yeah. Gaming Through the uh, Ages. Gaming Through the Ages. Gaming Through the Ages. That was fun. That was a fun one. That was one that I uh, had. Yeah, that was one that had zero longevity. If you want to talk about longevity, there was that was yeah. a, that was a show that we had. Have... We had five <laughs> episodes planned max about gaming franchises and how they've evolved. Uh, but wouldn't you know? Like me and Jay have not played through enough franchises that is... to make that like a well, long running thing. It got to a point where the franchise we were going to talk about we hadn't even played. That is a podcast that would be fun to pick a franchise, play every game in it, record an episode, and do it like once every other year. Yeah, um, yeah, that would be really fun, but that's not what we were doing. Really we were not doing that. Um, we were talking about them from the perspective of somebody who had never played the games, and it did not end up. Um, I think the episodes ended up fine, but we didn't have yeah. enough um, knowledge on what we were talking about to make it longer than like three or four episodes. I think there's only one episode out. There may be two. Two. Uh, yeah. It's the, it's the Zach Zelda. Was on the Mario. One. Zelda and Mario one. Yeah, yeah. I was. Yep. Yep. I forgot about that shit. Yep. I did too. Because cool. the, it was funny because it started as a Sonic episode. It was just going to be a podcast about the history of Sonic. We tried to record that fucking Sonic episode like three <laughs> or four separate times, <laughs> and it either had yeah. technical issues or the convo was boring. And like I swear to God, I've I've talked about the fucking Sonic Rush games three different times to Mister Zoomster. It is very very funny. Very funny. Anywhere, um, but yeah, so <laughs> we just bring back all sorts funny. of memories. <laughs> So, um, yeah, th- that's basically how I feel about, about podcasts. I think they're fun, but they're tough to, you know, figure out what you, what you're going to do about it. So absolutely. I do plan to do more cool. with the Jay, the Zoomster podcast. Just, you know, I'm tired of saying I'm going to do stuff and then not doing it. So, you know, <laughs> so off in the future, right? Something will happen. What a move. When will it happen? God knows. Not me. Ask him. So true. Bestie. So true. I got a pretty big, important question for you. Okay. Um, it's going to be the very first question, but we started talking. We got some interesting shit out of it, but I, I, I guess um, I'll just come out right and say it. Uh, why are you so sus? Um, this is, this is very good. <laughs> this is a very good fit. <laughs> I, I like this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> No, but seriously though, why? Um, no, but, but but seriously, I need like a like a laundry list. I think, genetically speaking, I think there's a link between testosterone and estrogen into why people will act um, quote unquote sus, which I think is becoming a homophobic slur in a lot of ways. But uh, if you wanted to know that, that's why. I mean, I, I don't really know. I it's... too much estrogen is what you're blaming it on. I don't, I don't get the. I, I, I don't get the so. I think. I mean, it's a, just saying shit. It's not a very well researched topic. Um, sure. So sure. that the, yeah. I mean, if you were talking about Among Us, I'm the imposter. Like like two out of every like 700 games I play, so I'm not even that sus in that regard. Um, and if you're talking about like being like suspicious in real life, I'm the most boring person. I don't do anything. I sit <laughs> in my bed. I go to work. I come home. I go to bed. I go to work the next day. 
and then like I go to work on my off days to watch a movie. Like I, I don't do anything special. Mm-hmm. This man be going to work. Oh shit! Let's talk about that. Okay. Let's talk about the okay. work shit. Cause last time you were on the podcast three years ago, uh, you you were still in high school. I was sixteen. Yes. Um, yes. I am now so, nineteen. Recently, you just got a job. Mm-hmm. How has it been, and how has it kind of affected? The, uh, the YouTube side of things. Okay. I work, for, for first of all, I work at an AMC cinema. Uh, very small one. There's eight auditoriums. None of them are really that large. Uh, but, it, you know, it's a very fun job. I, I was looking for a job, and I wanted a job that I would, one, have good benefits that I would use. So nothing like mm-hmm. working at Bojangles with, like, free meals, and I get sick of Bojangles, right? I don't want that. True. Um, and I wanted a job that I won't say easy because, you know, no job is really going to be easy. But I wanted one that wasn't stressful because I don't know if I talked about this in the last interview. But, you know, uh, I have anxiety and, uh, you know, you know, depression, too. But, then, you know, that comes with anxiety. I, I have like massive social anxiety, which has always made right. like getting a job and, you know, going to school hard. So I didn't want anything that was going to like hurt, uh, be hurt by that like I didn't want to have a job that I was going to be bad at because of my anxiety which kind of put fast food out because I felt like that'd be too stressful certain jobs like like Walmart I felt like could be too stressful so I, I really settled on a movie theater because I was like the benefits of that are like what free movies and discounts on like drinks and popcorn which sounds great um, and also all you Definitely. do is like clean sell some tickets like make make popcorn fine and I, I have to <laughs> say my expectations were absolutely met, and this is a very, very um, simple and uh, pretty stress-free job. Uh, I, I did awesome. get medicated as soon as I got the job, so maybe that has helped, but I also think that at the same time, the job has been very, um, very, very easy as a first job. I have not had many, many issues in that regard. Well, it is good that Let's you mentioned go. the the whole ivermectin thing because that definitely played a part in your, your mood and changes and stuff for sure. You no, know, usually, Aiden, I like to go along with your your bits, but I'm not even gonna entertain this one. <laughs> you tell me you don't. Are you denying the the? Uh, when you yeah. said you were medicated. It's not ivermectin. No, it's um. Where is it? It is uh, um, sertraline hydrochloride tablets USP. Damn. And then in so the morning, epic. I take um, bupropren extended release. So you heard that, everybody. Follow along at home if you want the J the Zoomster medication. Plan. Yeah, it's like the routine, like my morning routine. What I t- <laughs> yeah. uh, Except they're controlled <laughs> substances and not makeup. <laughs> sure. But yeah, the, the job has been fun. Uh, I have abused the free movies already. I've seen Marvel's Eternals twice now. Um, only one of those was free. I paid for a ticket because that, because that's the stupid thing. It's not stupid. It makes sense. But you know, you can't like see movies on opening night for free, which you know, again, makes sense, but it's a little annoying. Yeah. Um, that's why you ain't seen Clifford. Yet. That is, yeah, that is, well, usually <laughs> by like the next week, the movies calm down. I don't think Clifford will. That, that shit's been massive. I'm talking sold out showings, like every showing. It is yeah. nuts. It he is be an epic dog, though. It, he do I be big it. dog. It do be big red dog. But absolutely um, great. You know, I, I I prefer the concessions discount 
more than the free movies, honestly, because um, the concessions overpriced as hell. So now it's actually like a manageable price. So I dig that. But um, yeah, it's been it's been good. It's a really stress free job. Not telling anybody that, hey, go work at a movie theater is an easy job because it's not. I do. I do be living through hell some days, but I feel like it would be much worse working at an, at somewhere else, right? Somewhere that's not as as um, stress free as as that. So, and as for as for impacting YouTube, I have not done anything on YouTube since I got the job. Uh, I plan to. I've just been trying to get into like a rhythm. I'm still pretty early. I only started on October 9th. I don't know when this video, this podcast will go out, but I assume it'll be close to then, at like a month apart, probably. Um, yeah. I started around October 9th, and so I've been there a little over a month now, and uh, I'm still not quite into the rhythm of you know going to work, coming home, knowing what. I'm not quite at the point of truly grasping how to spend my free time in the that way that sense. I that I want to. But once I am in that point, uh, the, I'll, I'll be making videos again easily. Uh, it, it just, it has taken up a bit of my time, but also I wasn't exactly putting out content consistently before I got the job either. So I don't feel like it's that big of a change. I've sure. always found too that for whatever reason, when you have infinite free time, it is harder to manage your time than when you actually like have a job or have to go to school. I, I agree there. Back on, on some of my most productive months and it was like, sophomore year of high school or working at taco bell that i hated so i have a feeling that like once you settle into it it probably will will be easier than where you were before where you like you previously mentioned be waking up sleeping (laughs) yeah etc well it's like because because when you when you have infinite free time right it's kind of like an an issue because you don't know how to spend it it, right because you you'll always think oh well, since I'm not doing anything tomorrow, I'll just do this thing tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and you're like, oh, well, since I'm not doing anything tomorrow, I'll just do this thing tomorrow. Meanwhile, when you have a job that's going to be taking up like eight to 10 hours of your day, there isn't, I'm going to do this tomorrow. It's because I'm going to be too damn tired when I get home from my job. So instead it's like, I'm going to do this now because I have the shot, whether that's watch a movie, watch a TV show, work on a video, work on a book, read a book, anything like that. Eventually when I get real picky. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, when I get more into it, I'm going to start to get real picky about when I want to do things and when, you know, how I want to do them. So it, I feel like it, by like January, probably. Right. I feel like I'll be really into it. Uh, I might I might have quit by then, though. Who knows? Right. Maybe one Clifford showing was too, was too much. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a follow up interview <laughs> in three years just to see how that really really went down but yeah the we'll be episode on, on, on instagram tv instagram. oh god <laughs> look after that oh god yeah oh, the shit. the job's been good i i've enjoyed it um really the worst part is um really cleaning uh maybe it's mm. the the anxiety medication but like up front isn't that bad anymore uh, i hate dealing with cash but luckily there's like a coin shortage going on so like i we be a card only 90 percent of the time uh so that's really helpful Cause all I do is put the card in, but when it's got cash, like sometimes the machine won't properly tell me change. So like I'm doing mental math, which I'm awful at, or I'm pulling out the phone calculator and then they just be staring at you while you're counting the change. Like I get it, <laughs> but like look somewhere else, bro. <laughs> Damn. And then, so I, I put it in there and then, you know, it just pay with card or buy your tickets online and scan the, the, the barcode, whatever. Like so much that simpler, so yeah. much simpler. And then, I love being on food, right? I like cleaning because I get more downtime between cleaning. But if, if I'm on food, 
and I got to like make a flatbread pizza or some curly fries or like pretzels or something. That's so easy. You just pop it in two minutes. You stand there, you take it out, you give it to the customer it is, it is so simple. Love that. So based. Do it. <laughs> do be based, but very, very fun job. Very fun job. Hell yeah. Pog champ. Pog champ check. How's everybody feeling right now? Y'all feeling pog? <laughs> Poggers. I'm tired. Aiden, can you move on to the next question? <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here. All right. Since you said that, I'm going to pick one of these base questions on the okay. list here. Okay. So, I wanted to ask, how has your life changed since being featured on the hit series, Kari and the Captain? Do you find yourself getting recognized in grocery stores more often? You know, are you given free things? That's Fan still, letters? That's still the funniest goddamn thing that I think has happened to me in the past like year. I'm in like 15 seconds at most in a Kari and the captain episode. I think the funniest part is only one part of my 15 seconds is enjoyable. And it's the part when Parker randomly pulls out a camera, starts filming me and I don't know how to react because I'm awful on camera. So I'm just kind of sitting there awkwardly. And then his actual roommate opens the door, a dude that I've never met. And he just stares at me and he's like, who, who is this guy? And it is very funny. <laughs> and then the other like half of that 15 seconds, we're just walking through the campus as I'm about to leave. And Parker decided that was the next best time to pull out the camera. Not the four hours I was with them, but then it is very funny. It is. That is really funny. You would think considering you and Parker have done so much content over the years, but it's been a very long time since you guys were in a video together. Mm-hmm. You would think he'd be like, Oh, let me get like all this epic footage of Jay the Zoomster visiting me in college. We played 2K together. That could have been funny to film. Like there were so many funny moments that happened that he didn't film. Um, Literally, my best friend like visits me in college for the first time is a really cool video idea. That could have been its own Cardi and the Captain episode. But instead, I'm 15 seconds of another episode. And, uh, For anyone unaware, Cardi and the Captain is her friend Parker Carrie and it's a college vlog series. That he uh, no longer does due to cholera. But for a while there, it was like really well received by us in the community for sure. And Jay featured on a season two episode. It was the premiere. Really the premiere. Yeah. That was another thing. It was the premiere, which was like 30 minutes long, full of like a bunch of like dangling plot threads that just bounce between each other. So, it, you know, you just, you're just there. And I'm just there. <laughs> so, no, to answer your question, I uh, I don't think I've ever been recognized from Kari and the Captain, quite frankly. Uh, yeah. I wish I, I would, yet, right? Um, I hope I do end up getting recognized. Uh, the most that has happened is um, some dude saw me at uh, Food Lion after I uh, gave him a ticket to the new James Bond movie at the uh, at the AMC because I, I work at a strip mall with the Food Lion like two, two stores down. And he just looked at me and he was like, didn't you sell me the No Time to Die ticket? And I was like, yep. And then he went, that movie sucked. And I was like, haven't seen it. And he just left. So it's the only time <laughs> I've been recognized. recognized. So. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, that was a pretty hard-hitting question. But I guess <laughs> I'll ask a, uh, another question. Um, we were talking about it in the DMs earlier about this this group of video content on the internet that is kind of like content farms. Mm. Um, you know, you got your Sean Chandlers, like you kind of mentioned, that 
every time a new Marvel movie comes out, they're making like 20 videos related to it. And most of them are kind of cut and paste. You've already seen the same video before. If you've seen a Marvel ranking video, you're going to see this one in the same light. Uh, what are your, what are your overall thought, overall thoughts on channels like that? Um, to have a more focus on just putting out content when it's relevant rather than mm -hmm. making the content that they want to make. Well, first off, that's my content strategy for 2022. I wanted to go ahead and Let's say go. That. I think that is... You want, to be, you want to be a content farm? Yeah. Yeah, I want to be like... Um, shot. <laughs> no, that's not... I can't even... I hate shit like that. Um, I think it's a, it's a fascinating discussion because on one hand, there are people watching it and there are people that want to watch it. Um, mm -hmm. And there, there's a thing about if the new... If Eternals comes out and now there's 26 Marvel movies... And so now you got to update your Marvel movie ranking. And now you got to update your Marvel Final Battles ranking, your Marvel characters ranking, your Marvel soundtrack ranking, right? Your Marvel directors <laughs> ranking, things like that. Um, it, it's, it's kind of in this weird um, paradoxical loophole of where I think on one hand, I get why they do it because these are long, long running series that they have to update. Um, I also get it because there are people that probably may have never seen this channel before that will find it through this updated ranking because it's relevant. So relevant content is important sure. to growth. Sure. Um, on another way, I, I think you can get away with that purely just with a new Marvel movie ranking. I think when it becomes content farmy is when we're doing like another Marvel final battles ranked a Marvel characters ranked uh, a Marvel movie poster ranking ranking the new upcoming Disney plus Marvel shows by hype when it's just <laughs> logos. Like, what are yeah. you doing? That's, yeah. that's just like, For that's, sure. that's when it moves from this is a relevant topic and it's something I've been doing. And so I'm going to keep doing it into, I am doing this specifically because I need to put out a shit ton of content. And it's I think that's mm -hmm. from a viewer they want to be served what they want to watch. Like you said, it's YouTube as a service. But if you're a creator and your goal is to make art and, and videos that people enjoy, then yeah, suddenly that, that strategy begins to feel a lot more shitty. And I think we'd be a little bit nicer on people like Sean is if he's doing another Marvel movie ranking to either one have different thoughts, you know, spice up the video a little bit, say something new or present it in a new way. When your execution is the same for five years and there's nothing different between a video of Marvel movies ranked you made five years ago to now, then yeah, that's, that's when it comes well, into yeah. content farm terror. You start to look You're at it. You look at, right. you look at a video from Sean Chandler in 2017, ranking the MCU. And then you look at a video from Sean Chandler in 2021, ranking the MCU. Um, the script is the same. His thoughts are the same yeah. down to the same yeah. joke. That's the same unfunny joke that he's made like five times now. Um, <laughs> the most you could do is, and, and you don't even have to do it every time a new Marvel movie comes out, but I understand if you do, change the script up. Rewatch the movies every year if you're going to do this, right? Not every time a new one comes out, but like between the last ranking of 2019 and the first ranking of 2021, I personally think that you should have rewatched some of these films to have a different respect, opinion. If you're going to go through the effort of making a new video, I agree. It becomes like effortless and content farmy 
to just take your script from three years ago, make a new place where the new movie's going in, record it all the same again, and then include the new part and put it out. Like, that's when it becomes, like, complete low effort, no thought put into it content, and it's just content for him at that point. And even then, I would be still a little bit more forgiving if we were getting the same thing in the Marvel Final Battles ranked or um, every Marvel villain ranked, right? Things like that. Because that's, that's also being used in the same format. And it just comes across yeah. as, as, like, gross. It's, I think the problem for me personally is... Like websites have been doing this for for years. You know, you got things like BuzzFeed, where like a new Netflix show comes out, they're gonna make a lot of articles related to it. I it makes sense on a website standpoint. I was about I, to I say, think what, I am ahead. I am entirely okay with something like Screen Rant having a new article ranking every Marvel movie because that takes like no effort. Um, it's usually a different writer too. It's a different yeah, writer too. Sure. They have a different. There sure. may be a different. They're not just taking their old article and slotting in a new one. And even if they were, that's like an article, and there's going to be so many of those. And I feel like that's different than video creation, which you can actually like. You have a bit more of a leeway to put new thought into, um, rather than. And, and the I think that's kind of where I want to. I want to ask both you guys because I know for me personally, um, I look at YouTube content as. Uh, an art form and you know we we debate these things about you know quality versus quantity and having a schedule and having a niche channel or a, um, a variety channel and it all really comes down to uh how much content can you put out without sacrificing the quality and also uh feel good about it right because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. all three of us have the potential of finding a niche that we're super into and making like 20 videos about that topic every week, a new, you know, a new piece of information comes out about a Marvel movie or star Wars or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Plenty of channels do it and they do it really well. Um, But I still, I still personally look at my YouTube channel as kind of like an art exhibit where I'm curating all these pieces of content and, uh, Maybe that's not the way to do it, you know. Maybe maybe that's not. But that's how that's how I still want to run it. What are your thoughts on? I think I think one thing people who are listening to this need to also understand is um, Zach, Aiden, and I are coming at this from a non-monetized standpoint. We are not making any money off of this. There is, and, and so on one hand, as a creator that is doing this for the passion of creating, something like Sean Chandler pisses me off. But when you look mm-hmm. at YouTube through the lens of what Sean is probably looking through it as, which this is his job, this pays his rent, this puts food on the table, this pays he his power bill, he has a family, this pays his children's food, this allows him to give his children nice things, this pays his car insurance, his health insurance, this is his livelihood. From that perspective, I personally think the content farm thing becomes a bit more understandable. I still think if I was in his position, I, I would probably try to be more creative about it. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I'm not in his position. I cannot say that I would with 100% certainty because there is a possibility that if I was depending on YouTube ad revenue, which is which is shitty, and if I was depending on trying to get more people to subscribe to my Patreon, which means I need to reach more viewers consistently because you know things get more expensive, um, yep. I 
can't say that I would not do these cheap videos to try and pull people in. And I mean, you even have a, a video of Sean Chandler where he was talking about how to grow a YouTube channel. And he literally says, um, there's two, there's two types of videos you have to make. You have to make the videos that you want to make that, you know, probably won't get many views. And then every time the new Marvel movie comes out, you have to make a video about that. Um, and I get that. It's just, you know, from someone who isn't paying the bills and trying to consistently grow so I can pay bills that are, you know, becoming more and more expensive. Um, I, I personally can have a bit more of an uppity high and mighty stance on it that I think I don't, that I don't know if I would have if I was doing YouTube as a career. There's something to be said too for the uh, efficiency of it all. The fact that Sean at this point has his set, his setup, his tech, his scripts, his ideas essentially planned out for like a year in advance. You take a look at the Marvel schedule and you go, okay, I can do this when that movie comes out. I can rank this franchise up to Spider-Man because, hey, people like those movies as well. A new Star Wars comes out. We can plan the content on that as well. And even from a video-to-video basis, he borrows so much from one to another that it all just becomes this super simplified process. And I think one of the one of the benefits to that is uh, efficiency speaking. Sean Chandler can get the most out of 15 minutes than either you, me, or Zach. I agree. Like combined. I agree. And I think that's a skill in and of itself. What I'd wish he would do is hire an editor to make that a little bit more digestible, I, visually interesting, and, and keep us, the viewer, excited for the new stuff. I think... As it is, I, I think can't I get agree. excited about the same because stuff. Because that's another thing that we haven't talked about with something like Sean Chandler and a lot of these channels, is not only is the content recycled and um, churned out on a factory line, but... It's not visually interesting. None of these channels are doing anything interesting with the editing. And again, I get it's their job. But also, if you are doing YouTube as a job, you're probably somewhat passionate also about video creation. So would it not kill you to do a little bit more, even if you have to hire an editor? There are editors that can make your video the, the most dull video that you could have. You could have a dull script and a good editor can make that, that shit pop. Um, it'd be very interesting to watch. So all someone like Sean would need to do is is hire an editor. And again, this is not entirely about Sean Chandler. There's numerous of YouTube channels that do this There's all a lot the time. Um, I even mentioned um, I I kind of pitched this topic to to Zach and Aiden, and I mentioned there's like I I like the the CW Arrowverse, and there's this, this these channels that will take a 25 second promo that launched on the Instagram page for the the show. And turn that into three 10-minute videos where the entire visual substance of the video is the same five screen grabs from the promo that they keep playing over and over again. And each screen grab lasts for like a minute each and the video is 10 minutes long. And that's what I'm talking about where there's a way to present this information that isn't boring as hell. Get comic panels if it's an allusion to the comic. Get like, you know, definitely, you know, like more things like that. And they don't. It's almost structured like a newscast, like you, like a, they're on yeah. like a CNN set, and they're just yeah. getting mm-hmm. stories and talking about those stories. If that's the case, like maybe a podcast would be more beneficial. I know it probably would make less money. Something a, a YouTube short it makes more sense. A YouTube, yeah, a YouTube short, short one minute. Absolutely. So hey, we got this new Flash promo, and we saw Despero the alien conqueror in it. He's gonna blow up the world. It looks so TikTok. cool. Go ahead, subscribe. Right, a TikTok. Right. Something simple like that. A community post. And granted, that doesn't pay the bills for sure, but that can still 
a, a YouTube short where you're like, this new Flash episode is going to be so cool. Here's what we know about it, where you read the synopsis, show some promo images, etc. Th- that can still pull in new people who will see that short on their like suggested page. And they'll come and they'll watch the rest of your content, which could still be, you know, more in-depth content. But, but, but not people only is like that. regular videos more monetizable, but in order to get monetization, your video has to be long enough to have an ad in there to begin with. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like a lot of these channels have to drag that out to an unreasonable length just so they can qualify to sneak in a mid roll. I think, I, yeah, I think my issue is less with the 25 second promo being stretched into 10 minutes and more with somehow milking three goddamn videos out of the same 25 second promo where they take this one <laughs> shot that somehow is an allusion to three different comic stories, even though those comic stories will have nothing to do with the actual episode of a CW drama. Like there it is... sounds antagonizing as like a creator to even make content like that. I agree. I agree. I think that's what the disconnect that I have personally. Because it's like... It doesn't sound fun. Cool. It doesn't. It doesn't. I like the idea of ranking all the Marvel movies and talking about them all, but doing that every time a new movie comes that's out. That's why I have my letterboxed, right? <laughs> it's there for that. Yeah. If I want to rank shit, it's on my letterboxed. If I want to review the new Marvel movie, it's on my letterboxed. Am I making money from that? No. Some people are. Some people be making money from their letterboxed because they link it to a website because people really like their talk. They link it to a website. They link it to a YouTube channel. That's another way to grow that that you can still get more people to come to your channel other than making three 10-minute videos that one of them might pop off. Hmm. So that's basically all I have to say about it. I get where it's coming from. Maybe I would change my tune if I saw the amount of money it was pulling in. But even then, (laughs) is it pulling in that much? I have no way to know, right? The ad revenue for itself, I know damn well it isn't, right? Like this is coming from like channels, channel, channel pledges, super chats. If you live stream Patreon, you know, just merch, stuff like that. That's where most of the money's coming from. So maybe it's worth it, but it's not coming from the ad revenue. I know that. So so the real question is, based off of what I am titling this episode of the podcast, uh, (laughs) is originality on YouTube dead? No. That's kind of like the question. There will always be something. That's kind of like the question where people will be like, is cinema dead? Are Marvel movies killing movies? When no, because good movies are coming out every day. You just have to look for them. So it's the same thing with YouTube where it's like, mm-hmm. is originality dead on YouTube? Meanwhile, if you really want to search for it, there's a good four hour like true crime series about interrogations that's really cool and super original on the on the site. Um, and all these things are freaking Quinn Reviews five hour Nickelodeon sitcom analyses, right? <laughs> things yeah. like that, right? Where yeah, it's, variety's still huge. It's it's huge. Absolutely, and and I, it's very similar to cinema or modern day music, right? Where people are like is is music dead because pop music is big? No, you can still find anything. So I, I get it's a clicky title, so I won't try to come for your throat or anything. Great title. Uh, it's a fantastic yeah. title. I it's it's one of the best. <laughs> but um, I just wanted to ask it in the interview so that it's not clickbait. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we we do answer it. The answer is a no. And if you, you the, the the listener is like oh, that's the title of the episode. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I I will I will do that if I listen to this episode five years from now. <laughs> oh my god! That's the title oh, of the episode. Oh, oh god! I guess. Shit. So, uh, what's the what's the next question? 
I got one for you. Okay. Uh, we're talking a little bit about visual interest. And I think if I were to pinpoint one of the biggest differences between you back in 2018 to now is that uh, your videos have gotten a lot more visually interesting. And I know we talked about it for a long time, but I really got to commend you for like following through on that and making each video a bit more visually pleasing for the eyes. Thanks. So I wanted to ask like, how did that process happen? How's your editing evolved in recent years? So I used to make the exact type of content that I just spent the last 30 minutes shit talking. Yeah, um, so I brought it up. <laughs> and I then realized that I wasn't growing to the point where I was going to make any money from this or any, you know, nothing was happening. Um, and then I also realized, hey... This isn't fun. I don't do it consistently. I dread doing it. I'm putting out three videos a week and I, I don't have enough time to put care and heart into the videos to make them visually interesting because um, my my videos, they're all private now. You're not ever going to watch them, but they're like, I'd be like, it's the new Flash episode. Here's some trailers and promos from it. If I was a little quirky, I'd download the episode, convert it and put it into like my editor and include scenes but then that got copyright blocked sometimes so i stopped doing that and it was just use stills and then sometimes the stills became too much work and so i would just have a, a freaking a, a, a red background that said what i liked and i would talk about it and what i disliked, and then a rating and the video ends um and i was miserable that was the worst thing i'd ever made i did not want to keep doing that so then i was like I remember you were talking about quitting for a while i was like there you is did absolutely no way to make episodic reviews interesting visually and fun to make so i stopped doing them and um i switched to um at first essentially the same thing just movie reviews but like from the jump sure. there is a noticeable difference from my arrowverse reviews of the flash and arrow and titans and, and things like that to my Gone Girl video where I have a title card, I have animations, I have um, music in the background, I have a structure, a script. So it was a big jump to make. And it evolved mainly just because, one, Zach was making content kind of like that. Aiden started kind of making content like that. I watch content like that. Um, so I, I started to transition. And then... You know, for a little bit there, I start to ungodly fall into another formula. I was making movies like Blank is Awesome, stuff like that, right? Where I was, you know, making things that were granted better and more visually interesting than my last content. But I was slipping back into the um, monotony of like, mm -hmm. now I'm just making movie reviews, right? I've transitioned from movie review, from TV shows reviews to movie reviews. Um, so I put a, I put a stop to that real quick. Um and I think the big turning point for my content as far as visual intrigue goes is the Transformers video. That's what I would have said. Too. Because it had a lot going. I had title cards for the video itself. It was like the disaster that is Transformers. I had title cards for each film with the main like Linkin Park theme song from each of them. I had, <laughs> you know, like a lot of cool animations, Rotten Tomato scores popping up, um, things like that. But that's not the biggest turning point for my content, in my opinion, because that would be what followed a little bit after, which is the David Fincher video, because the Transformers video convinced me there's only so much I can do with trailers 
because I used to just download the trailer of the film and try and splice that up mm-hmm. like two or three trailers. And Transformers proved to me it can work, but it is a bitch to edit trailers. So when the David Fincher video came out, I downloaded all the David Fincher videos, all the David Fincher movies, and I had full you know movies to edit and cut. And from then on out, videos took longer, but they were looking better. I could say, mm-hmm. I like this part when Jake Gyllenhaal's character in Zodiac does this, and I can actually show it. Show the part. Yeah. Right? And okay. like at that point, my videos transcend you know, what they were. And uh, it, it gets even better from then because eventually I, I do more with the title cards. I start having elaborate intros. I start doing a bit more animations. Now I have a border. By the time we're at the third MCU film, I got a backdrop and a border and like you know like things (laughs) like this and in card things that i've never had before so by the time you get to like mcu part three i'm doing crazy shit right (laughs) at least for me like shit i've never (laughs) done before um and then you get into the 2021 content of which there has been a a lot less but there you know there's still been content and uh the, the the visual intrigue has been static a little bit now i'm just kind of moving um i'm perfecting what i what i settled on with the final mcu film or video, right? I'm I'm kind of in a, uh, a a good space where I'm just trying to make what I'm doing better without really any changing anything. Because I don't think there's any way I can change what I'm doing now to make it better. Um, I'm kind of content. You know, I, I just want live action stuff too. I, I am. That's another thing. I am doing a lot more live action stuff. I have a not a not a fantastic camera, but a a pretty good Sony digital camera that I can film pretty good videos with. Um, I mean, I have like. I put out like two Black Mass Saga episodes in a decent amount of time, which has significant live action bits. I have a freaking fight scene in one of them with like sound effects and, you know, goofy little like pow, zip, wow, like comic book pop ups. Um, It's fun. It's really fun. And I I, I think I want to keep doing things like that. I think the future of my content is a lot more live action stuff like that, but also a lot of like video essay type like review stuff. I, but I'm also a little worried that I'm falling into another trap of uh, being the channel that talks about a lot of things at once. Like mm. all my MCU retrospectives. I'm talking about a bunch of things in one video. Or my Supernatural content. I'm talking about a bunch of things in one video. You know, things like that, right? Where it's it's kind of becoming a, sure. a little bit of an issue. of um, I, But then I don't want to make a video about one specific thing. Because I don't want to make a video if it's not going to be... Um, meaningful, right? And something that people would want to watch. And I feel like more people are interested in more elaborate breakdowns of things. And uh, it's gotten to a point where I'm spending more time on videos because I'm getting anal about if I say something, my footage better reflect that. And I'm cutting every time a sentence ends, even if I'm not changing the topic. Like, I do not want static footage. I want things Mm -hmm. that move constantly. I want animations. If I mention... The freaking showrunner of Supernatural, you best believe a picture of that person is popping up <laughs> in a cute little animation and then they're gone in three seconds. And that, and that animation taking me like 15 minutes sometimes to get perfect. Or I say Supernatural Season 7 is considered the worst. I got like five articles coming in showing that. And again, it takes me a good like 10, 15 minutes to make it look good. And it's four seconds of the video. But I'm happy with it at the end of the day. And that that's... That that basically answers the question of like how the visual style has has moved. I think. Um, 
combination I just become, of like what you were watching and what you were interested in versus like an inner desire to like improve upon. Yeah, I've become conscious of what I was of what I was creating and um mm-hmm. very yeah, happy start out. and in wanting to create more like that. So that that's that's how it's evolved for me. So based. It, it makes sense too. You know, I think we we've all been doing YouTube for such a long time. And uh, you started the youngest out of all of us, you and Parker. Um, and so it For only sure. makes sense that your content strategy would change and evolve over time. The type of content you make would change and evolve over time. Um, so I'm glad to I'm glad to hear that you're, you're you're more content with your with your content now. That's really dope. Yeah, I just wish I could get more out, but that's something you know you can always work sure. on. So sure for sure well um you know we've we've talked about ways you've changed over the past year and past few years everything but i want to i want to take a take a quick break and talk about today specifically uh what did you have for breakfast today um i didn't eat breakfast can i tell you the first thing i had today Sure. Um, that's so, what I consider breakfast. The first thing. That's fair. So my mom got uh, <laughs> my mom got paid yesterday, so she actually went out and got groceries because we were running low. I was having like top ramen and shit. Um, for for sure. And so my mom like comes in with some groceries, and the first day we get paid, and and you know we, you know get a little bit of you know little from the government. You know what I'm saying? So so when we get that right, um, we usually do this thing what my mom calls like individuals, where you know you pick out some from the store. TV dinner, frozen pizza, you know, air fryer, chicken tenders from Tyson, stuff like that, right? Microwave burritos. Um, and so my sister was like, I want baked macaroni and cheese. And my mom was like, you're fucking fixing it. So my, my sister fixes this big pot <laughs> of baked mac and cheese. And then she's like, I'm full. And she ate like a quarter of it. And nobody else was hungry because we had our own dinner. So she puts it in the right. fridge. And I wake up and I have to go into work at like 4 p.m. And it's 2.30 and I'm hungry. So I ate baked mac and cheese at 3 p.m. Let's go. An hour before having so to go into work. That shit so hit. It, it, it did hit. It very much did hit. Very energized <laughs> going into work. I like to eat before work because I don't like taking breaks anymore, which I think the capitalism is very much hitting. Um, so I don't I don't like to eat at work very frequently. Mm. I like to just go. Lose another hour of pay. Well, like, it's, like, 30 minutes, which, for me, that's, like, five bucks. True. And that shit, like, adds up over the paycheck, right? That, like, I work four days. That's $40 sure. that's not going to be on the paycheck, right? <laughs> if it if it come to it, I'll take a break. But, you know, if nobody, if none of my manager offers, right, like, shit. I get I'll just keep working. <laughs> like, I wanted to, uh. Because we have so many questions on here that we're just not going to get through. I, I propose we do a, a quick lightning round, if you will. <laughs> okay. Just That's a good to, idea. That's a good just idea. to get some of these off the board. So the idea is I'm going to ask a question. Uh, probably will be stupid. Okay. I just kind of want like a one, two word response. Uh, and then and then me and Zach will bounce off. So I'll start and then Zach will start. And All right. This will we'll be keep fun. Switching this, this will be really fun. Okay. All right. Great. Lightning round. Here cool. we go. Number one. Do you like Coke more than Clit? Um, that's cocaine. I have never had cocaine. I have True. had coitus. So probably okay. clit, I, I would have to say. Awesome. 
cool. Uh, next question. Uh, how many bitches do you got? Uh, none. <laughs> well, the follow-up question was, how the hell you got negative bitches? Um, <laughs> I did say earlier that you had negative bitches. I did, I, did, I did say that. Um, but uh, none is a fair answer, too. I did say that. That's, that's fair. All right. Next, um, why you look like the kid from Chalk Zone? Um, I um, don't mean to waste any time, but. He's got to look up the kid from Chalk Zone. Yeah. Go take to youtube.com slash Jay the Zoomster. He's got his own um, YouTube I do, do kind of look like him, I think, actually. The hair was a little bit longer. <laughs> okay. I'd probably, I'd probably agree. All right. Cool. I kind of want to look like Snap. Snap looked kind of based. Snap's Snap cool. is epic. I like so that. I'm like a big fan of big fan of Snap. Uh, next question is uh, dead ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you did write dead ass on here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. Are you jealous of Zach and I's Peggle ability? Yeah, I'm garbage at Peggle. Like I'm really <laughs> bad. I I wrote down yes. As the <laughs> Very epic yeah. of you. Um, remember keep this one clear. Keep this one quick. I know it'll be hard to uh, to, to to not elaborate on everything. But uh, why are you so bad at Fall Guys? I have the <laughs> mental fortitude of a toddler. So when you compile that with like a bunch of like awful people, you, you start to figure it out. What a mood. What a fucking mood. All right. Here's another one. What makes you qualified to run the popcorn machine after hours? Literally nothing, dude. They shouldn't let me do that. I had to clean it tonight, and I I wanted to die. Um, I just like reached my dumb fucking hand in there and like almost burned the shit out of my finger because I didn't realize it was still Ooh. hot. Um, oh no! Almost had a workplace incident. That would have been bad. That that would not be good. They really just let motherfuckers do anything with very minimal training. They put me in like. The, the freaking, like, janitorial closet told me to make a mop bucket. I never knew what the fuck I was doing. I could have put, like, Chemical X in there, right? Like, I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Making bombs. In the they, 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 just li- they just let you do it. It's bizarre. Cool. Well, next question. Uh, since your Supernatural content has hit it big, when will you be getting rid of your current friends and start getting bigger YouTube friends? It um, it's gonna be another year and a half. I think. I think I would give it that long. Okay. I think that's. Let me write that down. That's on the calendar fair. here. That'll be very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So like around like. It'll be like June fifteenth. Yeah. 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 Probably. Twenty twenty three. All right. Out. Next. Fuck Mary. Kill SpongeBob, Squidward, or Patrick. Um. They're all so bros. Like, There's no getting out of. Yeah. Um. One has more holes in <sighs> Probably Whew. killing um probably killing SpongeBob. I get he has a lot of holes, but like he mad annoying for real for real. Yeah. Um fucking Squidward. Um oh. just cuz I feel like that nose could probably get erect and that could be pretty fun. Um and lastly, I'm sure. marrying Patrick just cuz that dude dummy thick. He probably good at the cookout. Um, he probably making some like bomb, like, like really basic food, like salad, bro. He probably got like a bomb salad. Something about that just hidden different. Um, lastly, he's faking being dumb. So he's smart as hell. Like that dude, absolutely mm, faking. Like, conspiracy. 
He literally got an episode where he says he, he can't always be his usual brand of stupidity. He has to keep SpongeBob on his toes. That motherfucker faking. <laughs> Absolutely. No doubt in my mind. And what a mood. Yeah. What a mood. Speaking of being a performer that is faking, uh, why are you a top 10 creator on Only OnlyFans? I wish I had an OnlyFans, dude. I... I'm not. It says here you're a top 10 creator. I'm not. Right, I was capping. The question does state top 10 creator on OnlyFans. I don't even know how to make a joke about that. Like, what? What? I don't know what I would do to be a top 10 creator on OnlyFans. Well, that's, that's I mean, where the interpretation comes in. <laughs> whoa, sure. whoa. Hold that's on. Where the, that's Hold where on. the interpretation Back up. In. Pause. Are you denying, <laughs> denying my advances? Yeah. <laughs> I think this does constitute his workplace harassment. Cool. Well, Aiden had a question on there for later called, why have you denied Zach's advances? So I pretty <laughs> much answered it. Oh, man. All right, I'm going to do one more in the lightning round. Uh, Poggers or PogChamp? I'm a bigger Poggers fan. I feel like PogChamp kind of a mouthful. So like if something really epic happens, it's Poggers. Like I get paid. That's Poggers. That's not PogChamp. I agree. I agree with that. Cool. Thus ends the lightning round where we got through most, if not all, of our joke questions. Banana That's bread great. at work, also poggers. I think we got one more joke comment question. I'm gonna leave that for after the podcast. Yeah, that, that one, one that one should not <laughs> have been mentioned. Oh, oh no! Oh yeah. no! Oh man! Unfortunate. Uh, most of our serious ones we have covered. We had the pivot from CW podcast. True. Uh, Talked about some of the older cringe stuff for sure. Um, let's see. I wanted to talk a little bit briefly about those Black Mass Saga episodes that you mentioned. Um, and a problem that I have on, on YouTube, especially with longer review content, is someone like a, a Doug Walker, right? I'd be coming mm-hmm. here to watch a review from, from Doug Walker. But then halfway through there's like a stupid skit plot line that i gotta follow and then i'm like oh fuck this i mm-hmm. just wanted his thoughts so i'm like par- pressing fast forward i'm on 2x speed whatever mm-hmm. and uh, you as of recently have done a lot of uh, narrative focused videos with black mass saga and uh, the crossover and stuff mm-hmm. i wanted to ask uh how do you find that balance between narrative and, and the actual review in question um what you do is you pick something stupid to review um, like <laughs> the Star Wars Holiday Special <laughs> or um, the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special or Legend of the Guardians, the Owls of Gahul. Things that like, yeah, people may want to hear your thoughts on, but like it's not going to be into – I don't want to talk about it, right? So when you're doing something that you don't even really want to talk about a lot, I feel like then it's a lot easier to justify having – some crazy skit. Meanwhile, if I was like, here's all my MCU thought, or here's my thoughts on every Spider-Man movie, and then I have a break halfway through where I put on a Spider-Man costume and run through my apartment <laughs> complex and harass people. Like, there, there's a difference between, like, that and, like, hey, here's a five-minute opening of um, a storyline for Black Mass Saga, the review, and then another five-minute closing. I, I think that's another thing is you don't want to interrupt the review. You want the review to be a complete segment of the video, right? You don't want to go, you know, 
oh, here's my review. Uh-oh, I get, like, shot halfway through the review, and now I got to do, like, a whole storyline. <laughs> yeah. And then I finally get back. What you really need to do is you need to book open it and book end it with the storyline, review everything in the middle. That's how you should do it, and that's how I will always do it. I think one of the, the funniest things is when we did the, the Undying Curse, a lot of the comments in all our videos was like, oh, I love the, the story, or that was a cool section or whatever. You go to the comments of the fucking Doctor Strange video, and every single comment is just answering your question about what you thought about Doctor Strange. There's like yeah, the the the, the, the Doctor like Sleep one's really funny because they they yeah do, Doctor Sleep yeah it's <laughs> the Doctor Sleep one's really funny because literally like Aiden's saying if you go back to like the Zach video it's all like whoa I can't believe Zach you know spoiler died uh, you know in the crossover right it's crazy I can't believe all this happened you go to Aiden's video well you know when it was first well, up. Well. And uh, you, you got things like, great crossover, dude. You go to Parker's video, you got comments like, what the fuck just happened? Um, <laughs> you you go to my video, literally, like, it's all like, yeah, I thought The Doctor Sleep was a really good movie. It, it's I checked the viewer retention. People are dropping off as soon as the video is over. And uh, I think that's because the video just starts. There's no preamble. All the preamble to it, story-wise, is at the end of the Ramson video. Very so I feel like I get away with it more. Meanwhile, say, like... Um, Aiden's video starts with like a title sequence and him finding the box and, you know, going into it. He also interrupts his review several times to interject story. He does it in a good way, though. He doesn't, you know, go off on a... usually fade to black to where the point's over. Yeah, he doesn't... He doesn't interrupt the point and then go on a 10-minute tangent where he acts out some stupid storyline. Parker's opens with a Discord call and then ends with, like, some stupid tease to the next part. Uh, Zex opens like a normal yin. Zex was pretty good about it, too. Uh, then Ramsons opens with a Discord call where crazy shit happens, has his video, then ends with that. So his is like joined with that. Meanwhile, all the story stuff for my Doctor Sleep video, you could easily just stop watching a good 10 minutes in. And the last five minutes are completely like superfluous if you're just there for me to talk about Doctor Sleep, which is what I, I wanted. Think you made that decision in the planning. I did. Too. I did. I told you straight <laughs> up. When we were planning it, I was like, this is what I want. I want people to be able to jump off if they don't care. I don't want to have a video that comes out, especially for a topic I cared about, like Dr. Sleep, right? I didn't want people to... I was Yeah, that was a video I had made uh, the thumbnail for and had planned for like months before we ended up doing it. So that was something where I didn't want people to, you know, not watch the video because it opens up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm being chased by a ghost or something like that. I wanted it to be Dr. (laughs) Sleep... And then story at the end. That's why I chose myself for the finale. Um, it really worked out. I agree. I think the other thing is uh, you, you and all, honestly, all of us have used narratives and skits sparingly throughout our content. Yeah. So the biggest issue with like a Doug Walker, or like an angry Joe is that usually they are, they, they feel obligated to do a skit in every video. And so 99% of them are not entertaining. Meanwhile, I feel like, like a, a Scott the Wise, like he'll have some skits and some jokes and some narrative stuff, but they're so interspersed in between like the meat of the videos that even if a joke doesn't land, which for Scott, usually most jokes do land, but even if it don't, it don't bother me because it's so quick and we move on. And then we move thing. on. Yeah, I, and I, I feel like, I mean, it's getting to the point where I'm doing live action stuff, but it's not always like narrative or skit focused. Like, in my supernatural retrospectives, I have this gag where I find a new supernatural copy in some random place. Um, right. So things like that work out really well. Um, and then, you know, even if you do 
you know, other than that, I have like what the fall guys opening where I'm like, I really do be falling down and I fall down <laughs> or there's a bit in the doctor in the not doctor sleep, the um, flashpoint video where I'm like, what would you do if you could change the past? Personally, I wish I'd never been born and I do a quick edit where I like disappear, which is pretty funny. Um, th- things like that. Um, and I feel like where you lose it is when you start to go too overboard, which the Black Mass Saga episodes definitely yeah. could end up doing. There's um I'm not gonna mention it, but there's a there's a channel that I like, and I don't watch all of his videos because he'll he'll put these like massive skits and it'll be important to the storyline that he's got set up. And I'm like, that's cool, but I didn't come here for that. I came here for I think your opinion on films. I think right? the best way to do a skit is you know at the very end. Um, a good example mm-hmm. of this is like there's the Ralph the movie maker. Uh, he does a video about like Spider Man. And there's at the end of the video, he's like, I'm going to go to Sony headquarters. I'm going to petition to get a good <laughs> Spider-Man movie. And then, like, his younger brother, like, starts attacking him and, like, throwing him down the stairs and shit. And then somehow a smoke machine's, like, in, like, like brought in and, like, it actually sets off the fire alarms. And he's like, the cops are literally going to be here. What are you doing? And, like, he just breaks character. And it's really fucking funny. It's, like, 15 minutes. But it's after all the mm-hmm. review is done. So if you don't care, you can stop watching. And it is, it is hilarious. I, I really like that. And so that's the kind of energy I want with Black Mass Saga. Also, Red Letter Media does a good job. Red Letter Media does a great job. Also, at, with the advent of YouTube chapters with time Those codes, um, if you see a YouTube video and it, uh, it has the, the time code and it says review, skit, review, um... Just click the review if that's all you're interested in, right? 100%. Like 100%. Quinn reviews five that hour. Help your watch time. No, people will be more satisfied. No, Quinn reviews five hour iCarly video. If you don't care about the intermissions, click the one you start talking about season three. Right? Very easy. Yeah. Yeah. Very easy. And I feel like that that's a way to fix that. Like a DVD menu. Mm-hmm. Scenes you want to watch. Chapter select. Hundred percent. Cool. Well, I just wanted to ask that because. Uh, that Doctor Sleep video really had me thinking about is it. like this motherfucker managed to do a crossover video that serves the purpose of the crossover, but also is just a good Doctor Sleep video, and that's that's really hard to do. I'm a genius. I think that that's that's well, how I was figured out. I think like well, I'm just really smart. Um, I wouldn't go that far. I, I, I remember have, on the on the previous interview, I think we bullied you for like a solid five minutes. I have a gigantic IQ. I we watch a lot of Rick and Morty. Um, <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, speaking of so. speaking of things that are popular and shouldn't, you really like Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Is this uh, going to lead to anything, or is this just like? Uh, no, it is. It's it's it, it is okay. Uh, so you really fuck with Supernatural. You've been watching the show for a long time. Mm-hmm. You've made a lot of videos over the years, but more recently, over the last year, you started this massive Supernatural retrospective. Mm-hmm. And um, within those videos, plus your season 15 review videos specifically, uh, you got a lot of views from Supernatural content. I have. Yes. It is. Uh, yes. Been been banging for you. It's been uh, watch hours. You needed watch. Hours. Yeah, I am currently at nine thousand. Um, so I literally I have eight hundred forty eight subscribers as of recording this, which means I am like what? Uh, like 152 subscribers away from being monetized, which is 
absolutely nuts because with the amount of like watch time I have now and I'm continuing to get, even if I don't hit that by like June next year, I'll still have at least four to 5,000 hours of watch time to be able to hit the subscriber goal. And it's a really cool safety net. Um, but yeah, what was the, what was the question again? Did, did the the question I was going to, I was going to ask is how is your view? How's your outlook on your YouTube channel changed? Or oh. has it changed since, mm-hmm. since these videos have kind of gotten bigger? Did success um, <laughs> make you suffer like DJ? <laughs> it's, it's changed yeah. a little bit. I think it's also, it, it kind of goes back to what I was talking about. Where like, I'd be kind of like putting out like a bunch of shit in one video, like five scenes of a show. Talk about that in 30 minutes. Um, it's kind of encouraged me to do a little bit more of that, which has sure. been cool. I, uh, I have more fun doing that, right? They longer videos, but they're more entertaining. And it, it has, it's worried me a little bit. Cause on some regard, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, do I want to be known as the supernatural guy? But then I have a flash season seven sucks video. that got a thousand views. I have, mm-hmm. um, MCU videos that get like 500 views, roughly like, like pretty, pretty high views. Um, my phase one video is 533 phase two has 485 phase three has 460. You know, they're doing well outside of that. I have a flash killer frost video. They got noticed on Stan Twitter. Like I, like I'm, <laughs> I'm doing well in these videos that, um, aren't supernatural related. Even if they're not cracking like too far in the hundreds, I have a phasmophobia video that has nearly 200 reviews or views. I have a, Roblox video, which did way better than I expected. Um, several, okay. several videos like that. Um, and then, you know, there's the big 44,000 view and counting f- season 15 video, which is the most viewed video out of any of us, which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Broke the record. It's, it's nuts. It's it, again. So there's a little bit of me that's worried. Like, I don't want to be the supernatural guy, but then there's another part of me that's like, people are watching my content no matter what it is. Um, yeah. And I think that's also because I'm making content that kind of has overlap with supernatural. Um, it's, uh, it's that niche, like feedback loop mm-hmm. to where mm. by making more supernatural content, people are coming for that. But also a lot of supernatural fans are interested in the flash. A lot of flash fans are interested in the MCU. Mm-hmm. A lot of MCU fans are interested in other big franchises like transformers hunger games yep so as long as everything kind of connects in some way like that uh basically jay jay the zoomster has done a better job of branding his youtube channel over the last couple of years than a lot of people that i know myself yeah. included it um shit's dope. yeah it's it's cool and it, it kind of goes back to the thing we talked about where like i mentioned sean chandler says you got to make a video you want to make and then a video you have to make to to get the views so it's been cool to have a fallback of supernatural where i'm like yeah this is gonna do well like my season six and seven videos nearly at a thousand views is at 899 now um so that's a video i know is going to do well i know that in the first 24 hours it will most likely reach 100 to 200 views though um the difference is i love making those because the thing that got me big is a show that i adore and have a ton of attachment to so it equals out to where it's like, if I was known as the supernatural guy, I do be liking supernatural. So it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Meanwhile, if I was known as like the MCU guy, I'd fucking hate it. Um, <laughs> right. The, the arrow sure, guy, sure. the Titans channel, right? Like the flash, even the flash channel would be a little bit more dubious for me. Um, 
I think than something like Supernatural. Like, going back to that content farms discussion, I, it, it makes you wonder, do people like Sean Chandler just love the MCU so mm. fucking much that it doesn't bother them? I feel like they got to. I feel like they have yeah. to love the content or they wouldn't be making it because I don't see any purpose in making any video if you didn't enjoy the process of making it. Right. For sure. For sure. Um, and so by you talking about Supernatural, one of your favorite TV shows, um, you had the chance for it to get big and it did. And then they'll, they'll continue to grow and you still got other Supernatural content coming. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. For sure. I also think there's a bit of an advantage in your case. And a lot of people talk about, especially in the, in the streaming space that, if you want to make an impression online, you, you got to have a camera because if they get to see your face and they can form a connection and blah, 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 blah. And there's all this extensive research. And while I still think that is true to streaming to a certain degree, uh, and even though you're most certainly still doing some live action stuff, it really goes to show that like YouTube at the end of the day is just a search engine. And if you have the topics that people are looking for and want to watch... Sometimes it's easier not to have a face involved at all and just hear someone talk about something through writing and good enough uh, audio. And you've sure. gotten the most out of out of your mic in general. So I agree. Uh, I think it kind of sort of bucks that trend of advice where, where everybody says you have to have a webcam. And I still recommend it for like 99% of most, of most people. But I think in your case, it's actually an advantage because if I'm just some random kid who just wants a supernatural video, almost not having a face there makes it a little bit easier to just engage with your writing, which is your, which is your biggest strength in those videos. Mm. Cause you're not going to, you're not going to care what the, the dumbass 19 year old who watches supernatural looks like, right? If you're just watching supernatural content, it's different for different genres though. Mm. For sure. Sure. For, for sure, I I I, I agree, I, I definitely agree. Um, that that's how I feel about it too. So I feel like we're getting closer to the end of the episode. So I wanted to throw it out there for you guys. Um, I figure Aiden can ask like one more question. Unless there's like two that you're like burning to answer, and then one more. And then I'll I'll ask like the last question if that's cool. Okay. And we'll end it off there. We ended up getting through a lot of these, surprisingly. So <laughs> Lightning Round was a round. genius idea. I'm glad really did, did speed through some of them shit because I had a lot of goofy uh, questions that that brought up shitty the uh, questions. <laughs> <laughs> shitty questions, Zachary. Pretty my abysmal, have, honestly. My questions have been nothing but excellent. Sure. Okay. So uh I'll let you tackle the the last question. Uh and I'll go with just just a classic, one that gets asked in like every YouTuber interview. Uh, we might have even asked you this back in the original episode. Just your favorite and least favorite video you've made. Yeah. Okay. It could be so, this year if you want to like. I'm gonna make go. It easier on I'm yourself. gonna go everything public. <laughs> I'm gonna go everything. Okay. Public. Everything public. That's fine. Favorite video yes. I've ever made. Uh, the Golden Age of Supernatural, seasons one through five. Um, easily, I feel very happy with that. Um, Great video. Really liked making it. Really passionate about those first five seasons, in particular. Even if nothing else from the show, I got to talk about. If I if I never did another episode of the retrospective, I would be content with that being the video made. Um, mm. 
because they're like near perfect five seasons in my opinion genuine quality uh and i did a really good job in my opinion of covering them um least favorite video public i'm I'm gonna change it a bit from public um and and kind of like start it at like when my content changed to 2020 um just because there's some pretty shit videos that i have public from like four years ago (laughs) back in the um, day that i don't really want (laughs) to talk about um I, I, I'm going to kind of go in a weird direction because there's a couple that are very easy that I could talk about. Um, I, I'm going to say, um, it's kind of hard and I'm kind of happy with most of my videos. It, it's probably any bad. Content. No, miss it. No, I, I, I have, <laughs> I have very easy picks and I may just have to go with those. Cause I don't have like a hot take. It's, it's like. Like the Princess Mononoke Friends and Favorites episode, right? Just utter like, That's an easy mediocre con. That's what I was talking about. Like most of those episodes are very easy. I only like two of them. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like I was thinking like what's a hot take? And I was looking. I'm like nothing else after 2020 could I call my least favorite isn't that. If I go before that, like freaking Supernatural Season 13 Episode 1 Lost and Found promo breakdown. <laughs> uh, my hopes from Arrow and Flash this season. Uh, friggin' um, Aquaman is fine. Doctor Who Christmas specials ranked where I just used the poster stretched out because I kept getting copyright struck. Things like that. Yeah, that shit was frustrating. Um, that I could have that I could have talked about. Uh, I, I another one I could have done that isn't 2020 was the first pilot season episode. I do not like. Mm. Uh, but that's like not a least favorite. That's just uh, I like what that show turned into far more than what it started as. Um, sure. So yeah, I, I would say you could always remake that one too. I could absolutely. I would. I would say Supernatural seasons one through five, and then um, and then Friends and Favorites, either Princess Mononoke or Perks of Being a Wallflower. No, definitely Princess Mononoke. Princess Mononoke. Uh, per- Perks of Being a Wallflower had the awesome Am I Quirky Doe, Am I Edgy Doe uh, opening line, which I found <laughs> yeah. very funny. So, uh, definitely, definitely the Princess Mononoke one, because I feel like that's a really good movie that I did not talk about enough. Um, also, Zach gave a horrendous audio recording of uh, what makes it his favorite <laughs> I film. Um, I remember this. Yeah, he, I'm like, what makes this your favorite movie? And you're like, it's epic, it's really pretty, and I like it. And that was it. That's the whole thing. Oh no! Lovely. And it's the it's the shortest of them. So I think I was worried. Good. I think I was worried about the video being too long, and I didn't want to like. And it's and it's five have minutes. This gigantic spill, and I was I, I didn't want to be like pretentious or some shit. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I'm just gonna be like, it's an epic movie. I'd be fucking with it. He could have been Parker. He was like, so that's my opinion. My opinion that this movie good. I like this movie. <laughs> um. At least that 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 video is kind of funny though, because I shit on the movie. It's the only one that I that I'm like, yeah, I don't like this. Um, the X Men First Class one's a bit more boring, but like the Princess Mononoke is the one movie that I really liked that I don't feel like I gave enough respect. That's fair. Meanwhile, something like Back to the Future, I love that movie, and I talked about. It. Aiden gave a fantastic audio recording. Finding Nemo is my favorite film. I had a lot of fun doing that. Um, so yeah, Princess Mononoke is the worst video I've made. Mm. it's important to mention too for for the audience uh like jay said he did um 
private a lot of stuff. So mm. back when we interviewed him back in 2018, there was a lot more content. But you and me especially have gone through the task of trying to unify everything a little bit and like just pick the best of the best that's still remaining and kind of make those thumbnails online with each other. Yeah. So that's worth mentioning because it's a little harder to, to choose from at that point where if we're including everything, it'd probably be probably be a little easier. I agree. For I sure. Agree. There's there's a lot of old Jay Let's plays that are oh, the definitely, classics. definitely worse than the Princess Mononoke video. I'll give you that one. <laughs> the classics. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'd, I'd be agreeing. Let's play. I'd be agreeing. Cool. Well, final we question. Yeah, final question. It's a pretty predictable final question. But as we end this year of another YouTube podcast, as we end the podcast in general, um, during the finale, Aiden and I will be asking this question. But uh, what are your 2022 and beyond plans for for YouTube? Mm, interesting. Not your love life. I'd, I'd rather you keep that to yourself and not mention it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, um, you got zero bitches. So. <laughs> nothing, I guess. My right? my twenty twenty two and beyond plans. So, um, I, I think I think first of all is to I want to put out better content and more content. Right, twenty twenty one's been a bit lackluster. Mm. Um, for what I put out, I like what I've put out, but I have been a little um disappointed in the output like it's been bangers but like i could put out a bit more uh i think Mm -hmm. so you know it's it's been it's been what it is um uh and so for 2022 it's mainly i want to finish the supernatural um this supernatural retrospective so that'll be on the docket i want to talk about um, I, I guess I can announce this here. Uh, Arrow is going to be 10 years old next October. So I have an Arrow eight season retrospective planned. Um, I have a massive two part Zelda retrospective where I'm going to talk about every Zelda game um, in chronological and timeline order, which will be really fun. Originally slated for this year, but let's be real. That was never going to happen. Um, <laughs> so big project. that'll be big fun. That'll be, that'll be really fun. I have a other channel called Jay, the zoomster plus, which I'm going to fully launch in 2022, which will be really dope. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, just, just kind of, um, do what I'm doing now, but better, more consistent, have more content coming out a lot more mini series. I really like the series idea, like multi-part videos, right? Like the supernatural one. Things like that. I think if, if it's a big enough topic, the MCU one, that that's so many series is going to continue because every year I'm going to be doing a roundup of uh, everything that came out that year. So more mini series, I think, are going to are going to happen. There's going to be more things like that. Epic. Can we expect a Clifford review this year? On my letterbox, maybe. Not doing that on YouTube. Uh, that, that, mm, that's not that's not quite what I asked. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want I want the, a 50-minute YouTube review. That is... No. What Clifford you, what are you, the Big Red Dog. What are you on about? you have to start off with the manga. Then we go back. <laughs> the manga? Yeah. Oh, Anita, I read every every Clifford book. That's right. All 72 of them. Like Every... Every goddamn Clifford book. That would be insane. I gotta, I would I gotta do hear that what the movie I the money is. for it. <laughs> I bet I you hear what would. the movie would be like from a mega fan's <laughs> perspective, such as yourself. 
shit would be epic. Them books would be, be really expensive. Cool. Get all of them though. Mm-hmm. I cool. I agree. Well, we uh we thank you for coming on the podcast. Yeah, you know I had to clear my busy schedule, so. Yeah, really helped us with our lack of topics. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any? Do you have any final words to the podcast as we as we approach our ending? It, um, anything you want to plug? Anything you want to plug? It What's saved it? me from suicide. So in that regard, I, I really can't thank it enough. Um, I think it's it's really helped me in that regard. So thank you to another YouTube podcast. Yo, <laughs> glad to hear. That's a pretty good like review. Yeah, right. right if you could put that on the iTunes page. That'd be. We <laughs> <laughs> need the know, reviews. It stopped me from killing myself, so that's cool. Um, yeah, you know, um, it's been a really fun, fun podcast to to watch evolve, and I'm I'm a little sad that it's ending, but you know, at the same time, it's um, you know probably for the best right you know to, to end on a high note of 100 episodes uh kind of wrap things up in a, in a neat little it's the ball. right time for it right? i i agree mm. there's only so much you can do you guys are hurting for content so it's like you know <laughs> doing yeah. a podcast for four years will do that to you mm. so we're moving to point. to mcu podcast we got plenty oh mcu cast i'd hate to break up the the sentimental energy right now, but I do have to remind Zachary that we did not read the ad for today's episode. So I know. I know. Do be un- unfortunate. Yeah. If you feel like including it at the end, maybe get Jay to we read won't. it. We won't. Maybe, okay. maybe a little, little kiss, little, little smooch. Perhaps you guys want to check out the awesome creator Academy. YouTube starter kit <laughs> is in the description as always. We got about 20 minutes into the podcast and I remembered that we didn't read it and I was like, fuck it. This well, point, you did better than me. I just now remember it. So. Uh, but feel free to check it out. You know, YouTube started it. You've heard us talk about it for 50 episodes in a row. But it's still <laughs> epic. We still love it. Go check it out if you're interested. Link in the description below uh, as well as to Jay's channel. Woo! Yes. Absolutely. Zach will remember to put Jay's channel in the description. Um, and, and future Aiden, if you're listening to this episode, can you check the description for me and let me know yeah. if I did put it in there? Cool. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Appreciate it. Also, be sure to link a, a picture of Mr. Popper's penguins in there for sure. Just because not, not, not many people be thinking about Mr. Popper's penguins these days. And I want to cool. kind of like spread the word on that. It so. is 5 a.m. For, for Jay and I, it's 4 a.m. for Aiden. So I'm going to say. Can you tell? <laughs> Thank you for listening to the episode. We only have a few more of these left, so please uh, let us know what you thought about the podcast. The, one of the last main topics we're going to be doing mm-hmm. is reading any comments we got. So Based. hit that up. Yeah, no more topic suggestions. No more read your name out. We, we're pretty we're pretty locked and loaded for the end here. We got the topics and what we're going to do. So Hell thank yeah. you. Thank you for the support. All right, cool. I've been Zach. And I've been Aiden. And, and thank I... you for listening. Go ahead, Jay. Go for it, bro. Go, go ahead. I've been this Clifford. This motherfucker interrupted you. <laughs> You've been Clifford? <laughs> and I've been Jay. It was very great to be on here at the, the tail end. So. <laughs> and thank you for listening to this week's episode <laughs> of another YouTube podcast. So I wanted to include a little bonus question about what your most devious lick is. Oh. 
easily y'all motherfuckers hearts bro stole that shit <laughs> oh shit. stole that shit damn got me blushing and shit <laughs> we done all right cool